The Unsigned Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to The Unsigned Podcast. We are joined by the Black Pines. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, there we go, stop that. How are we doing? Yeah, good. Jake and Tom, by the way, sorry. Yeah, not all the Black Pines. No, not all the Black Pines. Could you tell everyone who is in the band, if people are not familiar with myself, uh Myself, Tom Clark. Him, Jake. I'm, I'm Jake. Jake. I play guitar. Connor, who's not here, is plays everything else. He plays right. guitar, keyboard, sings, tambourine, everything. Kazoo. Because uh, we haven't got a kazoo song yet. We need one. Uh, Carl Ginn on bass and Jamie Abella on drums. That's us. Nice. How long have you guys all been together? Two years. 2019. Yeah, we started writing in two. So me yeah. and Tom are cousins. So we right. started um, knocking about some tunes in about 2019. I think. Our first song that I think we're going to play today, actually, first song we ever released, um, Hope, we dropped that in 2020. So, yeah, a couple, couple of years, but a couple of COVID yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. We, we saw everything was kind of stopped by COVID, so yeah, it probably would have been going a bit longer. But yeah. How do you know the other guys in the band then? How did they come into um, Black Pines? They're all mine, aren't they? So, uh, <laughs> they're all your babies. They're all my <laughs> children. Um, yeah, I was in a band called Searching Alaska with... Um, I've been there. Yeah, well, we never found it. Um, I've, I was, yeah, it was a weird band. Uh, but good though, good fun, fun times. Um, I was Jamie, our drummer, was from there. Mm-hmm. Um, Connor uh, is an old friend of mine that I met him auditioning to sing for his band. Right, and okay. I, I can't, you know what I sing like. So that was embarrassing, but we became friends uh, through and through. And Kyle, again, the bass player, he, me and him were in like playing in quite bad rock bands since the age of about. 14, right okay. in his mum's garage um covering like you know trying to do like heavy metal but not having little prepubescent voices trying to do it right okay mm. so yeah we've all grown up together really oh mm. fair enough fair, fair enough. enough you're right i didn't say hello to you by the way hello hi rob yeah i'm, I'm how back are manisha's here as well poor rob oh, i know poor, poor rob it's because he's sniffling i, I used it. to get like a nice big intro we'd spend half hours talking about me <laughs> and then that's just <laughs> finished <laughs> Well, we can't, we can't talk I don't about know why you. I drive in anymore. No, you, no, no. We can't talk about you. No, it's like it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. No, no, no. There's, there's more important things. We have. Discuss. You've had a busy week though. It's been yeah, it has. Yeah, we had. What do we have? Georgia came back from traveling. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna. Yeah, Georgia did come back. I was from going back through the week. Oh, okay, everything fine. happened. I uh, sort of meant the gig you done. At- yeah, we had a we played a, an all day yeah. festival gig for good friends Palps. Yeah, their um, album launch, which you have become a big fan of. Yeah, I, I really like the album. Yeah, album's called. Picked up a cold as but, well. How? I don't think that's come Who from the gig. Who are Well, well. <laughs> well <laughs> George boy well, back with her. She, I think Base she has, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a rumour. <laughs> it is a rumour. Um, Spread by bass players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. I, I enjoyed the evening. It was nice to see so many bands there because I've, obviously I've seen you guys play quite a lot, mm-hmm. but it was nice to see like Loose Leaf is the first time I saw them. Yeah. Um, with High Regards. Yeah. They were on as well. I think that's... Lab. It. First time we've seen Blab. First time we've seen Blab. Yeah, but then yeah. I think I was queuing for most of that to get a drink. Well, that was, a lot, that was a long queue at the yeah, bar, wasn't it? Was it? Mad. <laughs> Blab. It wasn't even like a, a busy bar. It was just rubbish service, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. It was sort of like because so it was in the Alex at South End. It was mm. Palps Album oh, yeah. Launch, and downstairs like the bar and the mm. football was on, and then upstairs in the loft was where the event was. But yeah. the bar up there was shut. So yeah, every time you wanted to drink, you had to go downstairs. But there was like a lot of people upstairs, wasn't there? So they would have made a really good amount of money Killing. if they left. Absolutely. Yeah, if they, yeah. Left, if they put the bar on upstairs. But first time I've been to that venue. Yeah, I've already really done Chinneries in Southend. Yeah, Chinneries. Nice, nice bar, the Alex. I've been there a few times. It's yeah. a good vibe in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it was all right. It was the first time I've been there. But it was, uh, yeah, the loft was, loft was pretty good. Chinneries we went to as well, didn't we? 
Sorskina Brothers. Yeah, really good. Oh, they, they follow us on TikTok. Do they? I've, yeah, I've only just checked them out, mm, but he seems like yeah. a very nice chat. Apparently, like. Therapy are playing at uh, Chinnery soon. Yeah. Uh, the old band. <laughs> <laughs> the old band from my yeah. youth. Yeah. No, old band from the 90s, late 80s, oh, wow. 90s. Yeah, Chinnery's is just a, a rock, isn't it? It's <clears> just always been there and hopefully always will. Yeah. Rock. No, it's a great venue. I've been there a few times now, but we went and watched the Skinner Brothers and they were supported by Lucetta's and San Quentin on when, last Wednesday. That was a, that's a good gig. Yeah, it was a really good gig. Mental. Yeah, it was mad, wasn't it? The I've never seen a, a lead singer come on within the it wasn't it? It was within the first Literally straight away. ten seconds, we, looked at the crowd and went, This is shit. <laughs> this is dead. Fuck this. Put his guitar down. Jumped the barrier on the stage at Chino. He's like, leapfrogged yeah. it over. Took the mic with him and went, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then she grabbed people by the collars and pulled them close to the front of the stage. Jesus. And I was thinking he's going to get he's gonna get smacked. Oh, we were stood back going, fuck off. That's quite bold in Southend. <laughs> well, we had oh, a yeah. show the other day where... Didn't we play with San Quint- Quentin? At uh, that festival we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, oh the fact, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone within Chelmsford, uh, Southend area played the festival that shall not be named. Yeah, yeah we'll get But it was, uh, yeah, there. But yeah, we played this show at Strong Room Bar, which is across from where we record. So it's a it's a recorder studio and a bar, mm. um, and they've never they never have bands. On. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> they never have uh, bands on there, so we were a bit worried about doing it. Right. And we got there, and and Tom just couldn't fit on the stage, so you were just walking around the crowd for the entire thing, weren't you? Which mm. I think survived. I actually I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Quite nice. I can't imagine you were as you aggressive as... Like a, <laughs> yeah, I didn't punch anyone. Like a whole... Like a, a <laughs> yeah, you were quite loving that. Oh, mate, it was... I've never seen that before. It was when... He, so he was grabbing, literally grabbing people by, by the butter shirt and putting them And his hype up. man as well. Were they quite was, an yeah. aggressive band? Like, were the they, thing is, right, were they you a punk listen, band or... No, they're not. Like, you listen they're really to, good. They're sort of like... Mm. How would you describe... They're sort of... They've got a bit of Jamie Jamie T vibes. Aggressive indie. Yeah, Jamie T vibes. A bit of oh, so early Arctic Monkeys. Like, yeah. yeah. And there's... If you watch their TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that, there's no bullshit with them whatsoever. He literally just says it, says it, it as it is. Yeah. But it was... and But if you listen to their tracks, you don't necessarily feel... Like, I remember you saying to me before we went and you were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be quite... A, like, it's going to be quite full on. And I was like, oh, I've listened to the, like, listened to the latest album. It sounds all right. Got yeah. there, I was like, "Fuck!" It's just mosh pits, crowd surfing. <laughs> yeah. It was when he was coming towards us. Like, I mean, he made eye contact. It was like, "I'm bringing you closer." When he was on the mic cable, like you, you kind of like <laughs> came tight, and you kind of like, got pulled backwards. <laughs> I was thinking, "Fucking, I was, that was close." Yeah. yeah. They messaged me since though after that. They're like, "Oh, thanks so much for coming." So I was like, "Hopefully, we wouldn't have got." Yeah. They sent us a message beforehand. Was like. Loving your music, hope you hope to see it. I was like, you ain't fucking listened. Well, not a chance. You're that's, a, that's, a, that's a copy right. and paste. I've, I've listened to admissions a lot because I it got to the point because we formed in a time where we couldn't gig at all. I was like, right, when it got to the point where we could actually go out and do some mm. shows, I was like, what what is the scene like now? Yeah, have we got there is a breathtaking amount of Essex artists. Yeah, there's loads. Yeah, yeah but it's, it seems to be like. When nothing but thieves broke, I was like, oh, finally something's getting through, and yeah. I, I, I'm hopefully in the next five years some other things happen as well. Because you guys play in London quite a bit, don't you? Yeah. you really like recently. Yeah, so we're uh, Islington Academy. We did. Yeah, that, that was that was a cracking show, wasn't it? I mean, we mm. we had um, we're all originally from Essex, from, yeah, mainly from Chelmsford. Um, but Keys player lives in London. I live just about in London. Um, so yeah, it's always been. And with where we record as well, we record music in, in Shoreditch. So right. there's a little scene burgeoning there, which is quite nice to be able to dip into yeah. if we can be fussed with parking. Yeah, I know. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> isn't it? Mm. I went to the Hoxton Underbelly the other week, mm. and that was just a pain in the ass to get to. If you can't get the train yeah. there, you're fucked. And you've moaned about it since. I I'll tell you what, we every time I've seen you. I enjoyed the gig. It's just shit together. One really promising thing that we, we've noticed and we're starting to do more 
is, and we're seeing more London bands or people that want to play in London are doing, but people are putting their own gigs on now and, mm. and booking their mm. own venues and setting their own ticket prices. And yep. and we've done that a couple of times now, and it's been really successful. Yeah. You know, is that and, what you guys are doing at Chelmsford in December? Well, no, we yeah, but we always do that in Chelmsford. But, right. Um, the Hotbox quite kind and they'd sort of let us do that mm. to a certain extent. Um, and I suppose they know, I mean, every time we played that, I think we've pretty much sold it out. So they've right. done really well on, you know, on the on drinks yeah, and yeah. stuff. But we did like the Shoreditch gig. Um, Strong we, we booked the venue, you know, yeah. got paid a sound man, paid the woman on to, to sit on the door. We had just come, come off the back of like the worst, like cowboy promoters. Like if you've ever, you know about them, there's mm. so, dime a dozen, but they, like we'd just done a show and pretty much sold out. Actually, I won't say the venue. Um, but, you know, the like the percentage we were getting from it was just shocking. So right. the guy that came to that who sort of runs Strong Room and works there was just like, come put a night on and, yeah. you know, reap the benefits and have a big party. And that's mm. testament to Hotbox. Like, they've always been that for us because I think there's always like a scratching each other's back kind of thing because I think those venues, are like few and far between now, those mm. grassroots venues, um, and I think if you know, really, really want them to stay there, and if, yeah. if they go, you know, it's it's up to the bands as well to to try and put on nights. I think. Yeah, I think so. We put on an event a couple of weeks ago at Hotbox, um, and we had a few. The main we had uh, the great Leslie, who were Woodford, but sort of mainly in London. We had Charlie Baker, who's from Essex, and um, we also had Hawk the band, who were originally from Ireland, but they live in London. Mm. So we had quite a good lineup, but it just didn't. It, we had it at Hotbox, but it didn't like take off for some reason. I couldn't. We couldn't figure out really the reason why. Mm. But it was like trying to get from what we do on future hits and unsigned and on here. It's you know we've got a certain following, but not as much as the bands would have. So it's quite difficult, sort of being the promoter in that e That's in it. that essence, yeah. being like, right, how are we going to get people through the door? If it's you guys putting on a gig and it's Black Pines and then with support and you're you're the main sort of draw for that. Mm. I imagine that that obviously that's on you guys to then get people through the door. I was going to say like, if, I mean, you might have already done this, but like generally, I think if you get one good local band mm. that, that haven't played in the area for like maybe two months, three months, yeah, you know, and then get them, put, give them, a, you know, put a little bit of onus on them to get as many people in. I think that's you said yeah, we're a good local band. No, no, I'm just saying any, any, yeah, any good local band that has has a history of drawing in fifty, hundred people, or whatever. Yeah. I think we're still be. used to like, and then bring Pepper the other acts around that. Yeah, I think any any bands gets to a stage, don't they, where they they start and it might just be one or two. It's certainly not a lot for us. But when you start seeing actual fans come and wearing your t-shirts and stuff, that yeah. they're just a, it's it's rare when it happens. But when it starts to happen, it's great. But you can't then get lazy with you know getting your aunties, uncles, cousins, everyone there as well. Like we, I think we still always almost treat it like a business as well when yeah. we're, when we're doing shows because it makes everyone it makes the support look good it makes everyone look good and the venues um so i think if it's about not getting too pompous and being like yeah if they come they'll come but yeah like you know sending mm. those messages out mm. and, you know going a bit mad it's quite it's quite difficult what do you expect from a promoter that's a good question it's a very good question yeah, but that's not even I, on the list I know. for me <laughs> for me it's to actually promote the night and mm. we've that done, doesn't mean one instagram post no but we've yeah we've done so many shows where mm. you just know they've not promoted the show properly they might have put a banner up on their instagram mm. or you know but re not like what i would call proper you know um and i think because this because because they're all about you know high turnover of, of shows and gigs and mm. putting on as many nights as possible i don't think they've got or want to spend the budget on 
on doing the press around stuff and, mm. and, and you know and that's where I think the problem but we might is. have just worked with really bad people so if we probably have I'm not, yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying I'm not saying that all yeah. bands I'm not I'm not for one minute saying that all bands should cut out the middleman and, mm. and just go around putting their own shows on and do like a sort of DC hardcore scene and you know do everything DIY because, but mm. but it's it's um, I do think there are at a certain level at this, on the London at scene. the unsigned level it's, yeah it's on the unsigned level it's very promoters. yeah it's very difficult it's very difficult unless it's someone who's still really grassroots and still yeah. believes in what they're doing and yeah I, I think, think it's, it's, re- it's difficult trying to toe that line a little bit because like the main thing for us is the radio is the podcast and then we dip in and out of events as and when we feel like we can we've done two in May um, which were which went quite well, and then the one the other week was it was a nice event, but we didn't have many people in the door, did we? Really? No. So it was one of those. It's all a learning curve for us. Yeah. <clears throat> but the whole concept behind doing the events was to complement the unsigned sort mm. of brand, really, and trying to get you know video done the night, photos done the night that everyone can use, mix to get the audio recorded, get that mix, everyone use that. So we try to I've tried to work it in a slightly different way with the events. And the yeah. quality was remar- so it might just be a time thing as well because the quality was remarkably good for your. Um did one at I think it was a canteen or something, yeah. and I saw like the live thing of that. It was a quite young band on it, and it sounded great. Yeah. So you're putting the quality in, uh, but yeah, it's it's a fickle thing, isn't it? Getting yeah. people to shows, and I've found where social media is so loud, and social media owners want you to pay to be seen on the feed and stuff. The best thing to do is to direct message and build that. You know, if 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 you're working with a team of five piece bands there's three bands that's that's 30 people including your team as well if you're all then messaging 20 people that you definitely know you know would be yeah. in the area and stuff you, you know you start getting and it's you know it's a lot to do but you start getting you get 100 people quite quickly i think yeah it's difficult which is build up like guilt and relationships <laughs> that's yeah. what it is yeah. guilt people yeah, into yeah. It. that's what i do yeah well that's what we probably should have done <laughs> i think it's a case that with my first two events we did for unsigned we managed to get quite a lot of people through the door we got we were averaging like 50 60 at both of those gigs yeah. we didn't hit that at the last one did we but do you reckon it's because the day the day the day of the gig not really because the other two were midweek as well see for me uh, i've always, I don't know yeah. Midweeks can be difficult. It's tough town if it's in London. Difficult. Midweeks yeah. great because yeah, people mid-weeks. are alcoholics, so they go to work and then they go for mm, an yeah. after. That's the social thing. But in Chelmsford, mm. yeah, where you have got a lot of different fields, I think people look forward to the weekend. Uh, midweeks mm. often good for like industry as well because a lot of industry guys go out looking at uh, in yeah. the week and at the yeah. weekend they want to go out and actually That's not what work. We did with yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's quite hard to find. Like we found, <coughs> so we done it a canteen like you mentioned, and we had the loose setters who obviously from Chelmsford. And they pulled in a lot of people, so that was really good for that. And then we had Grace Calver, who's um, she's supporting Alfie Templeman. She told us the other day, didn't she? Yeah, she's so brilliant. She's yeah. doing Champions really well. Music all the time. Yeah, she's lovely, she's yeah. brilliant. So she she performed on the night. Um, and then we had uh, Highfly, who are also quite local. And then we had the Ariston, who came in from Surrey, and they came up. So we had like a local couple of locals and that. And then at the South End gig, we did. We had Under mm. One Sonner from South End. Um, and then we had Good Health, Good Wealth, who were sort of mainly in London, but they've got family in South End as mm. well, and they bought fucking loads of people. Brilliant. So yeah, worked, yeah. that all worked quite well, but it's just, yeah, the event, I mean, I just got so fucking stressed out, didn't I? Do it. I know. You tell us every, <laughs> I'm a really big Every week. Married couple, I love it. Every, every really week we go in here. Sorry, go No, no, sorry, I'm interrupting. Slag him off. I, <laughs> I was just going to say, we're, we're, um, me personally, but we're, we're all as a band really big fans of Hotbox. I think it's a really, really well-run mm. venue. Great people. Mm. And um, I know they've had some difficulties, and there's been it's been up in the air whether they might go or not. But it was actually one point where they were thinking about going to somewhere bigger, and I think that would be incredible, mm. like with a bigger stage and yeah. more capacity and stuff. But 
really could. I think at the moment, the way the world is, I think yeah, it's just it's consolidating difficult. where you are, isn't it? And just yeah. buckling down and hoping for the best. Mm. I think it's really difficult for, for them because, yeah, when I was yeah. dealing with them for this gig, it was like, how is it? Oh, well, yeah, it's all right. You know, we could do with. And then, like, a few weeks later, how is it? Oh, yeah, we've had a few really good nights. Yeah, we're all right. Mm. So I was like, oh, good. Mm. Yeah. It's a so, growing thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's just mental in there. Anytime I go in there, I see something new. Yeah, yeah. What, all the stuff. That, yeah, yeah. Imagine that's what, have you played a gig in such there? a cool Because yeah. I just find myself like after a couple of beers as yeah. well, just gazing up. Like that like Chucky doll or something. Yeah, that's a bit scary. It's not like your sort of cheesy like standard venue that's got mm. your standard this that. And mm. It's mm. very. It's got a, its own unique sort of identity. And they got like, like spaceship, like Star Wars, like figures yeah, like, hanging down on the ceiling and the cup holders as well on the side of the stage. We've seen. Yeah, yeah. Genius, yeah, yeah, they? Yeah. they got a little cup holder. I was just holding a cup holder. I DJ'd there one night and um, grunge night, and I was like, I had my pint, and I was like, there was all this equipment in front of me, and I was like, put my pint here, not really carefully. And um, and then I was like, no, 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 and he flipped out those these little beer holder things that you put. Your oh, wow, like, yes, <laughs> that's what Connor needs. Connor's got um, our keys player, a spaceship, yeah, we call it the spaceship because he's got like two keyboards. Of, sorts guitars everything yeah and he needs little beer holders that'd be awesome yeah. you can get them for your mic stand as well can't you a little beer holder. But yeah. <laughs> that would be cool <clears throat> right we've got some quick fire questions for you emphasis so on the quick oh, it's right, never dear. quick because we've, never we've quick. had people coming here that it's a quick <laughs> <laughs> don't if we say something it. really bad can you cut it out just no we don't cut just it okay, out great. if you just say something we're happy yeah, yeah. it's that kind this of cuts for any media training <clears> isn't it oh yeah we don't need that best gig you've ever had how are we doing this? You can Tam and I. Whoever does it quick. But well, we've ever had. Oh, that we've ever had as that a band. That you've ever had as okay, a band. Okay, start again. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is no restart. No, answer it again. We'll... Okay. Best gig you've had as a band? London Islington. Islington, yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. What is a song you wish you wrote? A mainstream song that you wish you wrote? Kate Perry Firework. My Sharona. What? Kate Perry Firework. Okay. We were talking about that on the way here. That chorus. Yeah, it's a big chorus. It is a big chorus. I just didn't expect you to say Katy Perry. You said quick. Yeah, all right. Sorry, I won't go into anything. Uh, what is the right... This isn't a quick question. How? What is the writing process? Bearing in mind it's five of you in the band. Yeah, how does the... Sensitive. No, oh, no, okay, it's good. It's, it's, we have, we have like a really sort of odd bastardised way of, <laughs> of like um, writing songs, which is... And we all write the songs like in equal pretty much in equal measure but yeah. it will literally be like it can be anything from me coming up with a vocal melody and hand claps which sounds really weird which is the hardest thing to work with by the way and then <laughs> so they have to work out what key it's in <laughs> yeah. first right and then they'll put like they'll put the musicality to that and say it's a verse and a chorus or a verse and a pre-chorus or whatever mm -hmm. and then and then they, they'll then go and finish it or it'll be the other way around. They'll write something, or Jake you will write something, it, yeah. or Connor will write something, or whatever. And um, yeah, and then it'll work backwards. Sometimes we write by voice note. We did when we were in lockdown. We actually wrote songs via voice note, which was quite difficult. Um, <laughs> I me, imagine loads me, of me driving down the road and singing something like a vocal melody and and try or singing a drum part and going, I've got this idea and singing a bass line or something, yeah. and then someone trying to interpret it the other side. Yeah, it's stressful, um, but it's good. But, but <laughs> it means like if if the, I think if any of us were to be more like dictator about it and write the songs and mm. say deal with it because we tried that, mm. it just sounds like all of our other projects that came before that were yeah. just not as good. And I think what makes our songs quite well, I, why I quite like them, is they they're a really good mashup of of somebody pulling it in this direction, pulling it, and and I think it took us a good few records to yeah. to be at peace with that. Right. And now I think the later stuff that we're writing 
Um, certainly the EP we just released, but even more so the tracks that are coming soon. Mm. Um, I think we're all just like, oh, yeah, that's we're, our we're sound. We're getting out of our own way a lot more. And so I think, easy. Yeah, and I think we're, we're, we've got good at noticing when we aren't doing that and noticing that the songs don't sound right when we don't do that. I right. think when, when one of us tries to go, no, I'm going to write a whole song and and then you're going to learn it, it, it we're like... Yeah, no, nah. <laughs> but it's yeah we're starting to learn I think and we're starting to appreciate that that's not Black Pines Black Pines is when we all kind of yeah you know, more enthusiasm for the song when it's all of you involved yeah and really I think does, I yeah. think to be fair they actually I think it's they sound better. better as well when 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 you've got that much critique going on and we're we're quite harsh on each other's ideas as well so they mm. have to be good so I think everyone kind we of need to do that acapella thing again though because that that was how we wrote Chains um, which I think is our best song and that. That was you going like... That was me doing and my... And I was like, um, I think that's E minor. Ed, Ed Sheeran impression. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Or Justin Timberlake impression. Yeah, yeah. he's successful. Yeah. They've done quite well. Yeah, all right. Same with you, with your writing process? Is it a case that do it you really guys is, all If someone's got an idea, they yeah. bring it in, we work on it. There's no, there's no, you know, you can't have an idea, but you can. It's more, if you've got something, let's roll with it. Yeah. It's the best way to be. Yeah, unless it's Kirsty, then we. Oh, then you don't listen to Kirsty. <laughs> <Kirstie. laughs> She's too busy singing with Pabs anyway. Fucking snake. Give it. How many? How long have you been together? Um, we've been playing since school together. All oh, right, this but, was, but we've yeah. done like cover bands before this. So this was our first. I hate the phrase, but original stuff. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. So it was all cover bands beforehand. So we're yeah, cool. Fairly familiar with each other. Yeah, we're still learning how to do covers, aren't we? Yeah, today's going to be a I think you've got to be, and this puts loads of pressure on us for later because I don't think we've done it, but <laughs> making a cover your own yeah. and doing it well is such an art form. I think. Especially when people like, I think people, the way a lot of people mm. consume music is like, oh, that reminds me of this. And you sound like about three different singers anyway. Yeah. It's like, oh, he sounds like Hosier and Chris Cornell and Jeff, which are all great singers, don't get me yeah. wrong. But I think it's. But then it gets plagiarised. Yeah, and then. Too much. Yeah, and you who are too you? Much like someone, and you can't think, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird, but. Right, we will do... <laughs> so melody or lyrics first, or is it a mixture? Melody first. Melody first. Yeah, only Hand few, claps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I th I th I th sorry, this is quick sorry? Fire, it? <laughs> no, you're I fine. find it really difficult to push a lyric into a melody. Right. Unless, sometimes it happens, I think, if, if, if the words are written really well. But yeah, yeah I, I'm always melody first. Melody first. Um, an artist... <laughs> Bless you! <laughs> It was coming. It was going to happen at some point. It's a good job we're in an aerated space. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. If you go and watch that back, there's like five minutes of me going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, just you. <laughs> uh, an artist you should love, but you don't. Mm. Um. Oh, that's... <laughs> it's like trying to find a safe answer. No, don't be no, no, safe. No, no. Coldplay. Yeah, yeah. I went to see them. My mate got me tickets to see, no. My mate had a spare ticket that was like hundred quid, and he's in my band. It's Kyle. Gave it right, right. <laughs> and I like. I appreciate them, but Who's I was standing guy? in the rain for ninety nine pounds, and I was like, oh, Coldplay. What's what? the guy from One Direction? Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah, not a fan. No, I, he's someone I like, but shouldn't. Oh, the, you've, done the, oh you've done the wow. opposite. Oh, have I? Yeah. So you, <laughs> you found someone you like, but you shouldn't that. like. I like Harry Styles. It was like you should love. I don't know, Ed Sheeran, yeah. but you don't. Yeah. Like that example. Oh, play, yeah. oh, right, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. In about five minutes, he's going to be like, well, yeah, what's your favourite cake? And you'll be like, Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say Harry. Every yeah. time you ask me a question, I'm just going to say Harry Styles. Uh, okay, let me figure one. What's your writing process? <laughs> Harry Styles. Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Who Harry writes Styles. your songs? Oh, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles yeah. Can you recommend an oh, artist? Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a question, but I, may, I mean like another emerging artist that you guys uh, have either worked with or appreciate from afar. Mm. Tamino. He's not merging. You just love him. Um, Mia Joan. Mia, Mia Linnett is a friend of mine. Right. Mia, she's just come. She was in a band called Goodbye Brighton, and they've just got back on the scene. And her mate, Katie for Kings. Okay. I think oh, Katie for Kings, yeah. Katie yeah, for Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for Kings. She's quite good. Um, Literally messaged me 10 minutes ago. There you we go. know Katie. We know Katie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Emer uh, other emerging. Who we, well, we could take Katie for Kings. That's good. Half Cut K9, also good. Yeah. Let's see who we just played with. He's of the London world, not the Essex. I just went straight to Essex because of you. Yeah, I can, yeah you can't, really, <laughs> can't really get away from it, can you? There you go. Uh, what is your jam? If you're at a wedding or you're out on a night out and you hear a bit of a cheesy song come on, what is it that you're going, if you hear it and you run to the dance floor, what song's that? It doesn't have to be cheesy. Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder. Oh, I was going to go Stevie or Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, grapevine. Yeah, it's great, great yeah, shout that's, that's just, you know, when it goes um, in the hips and shit. a bit of ABBA. Jesus, really? I don't imagine you Ooh. have a, a jam. Like I can't, Im I can't imagine you ever getting excited What's about that. Five, five, keep on moving. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so. That? That's such a juxtaposition between you and How's your that one goes, that Everybody. No, no. It's when on up, get <laughs> on down, <laughs> baby. We'll cover that later. Maybe. Yeah, between that and Harry Styles, that's somewhere in our arsenal. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, what's the first gig you went to to go like as a punter? Wow. Um, Back in the sixties, Tom. Was it? Do you know? Uh, I think the first gig I went to was... Let's not start with ages and stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Reef. Oh, yeah? It was a Reef gig. At wow. The Sh at Shepherd's... No, at the Astoria. That's now not there. Right. With your yeah. hands. That's Reef, Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah it's Reef. Yeah, but it was like... like was cool. Way after that when they'd like tried to come back and I think they had a best of out or something. I bet they did. I can't remember why I was there. I used to love I think it. someone gave me a ticket, offered me a ticket. Mine was yeah. either Paramore... <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Or, uh, why, is it, why are you laughing at that? Just, that's it. No, that's actually, tell a lie. I got gig. that wrong. It was Pearl Jam. And that was yeah. a good gig. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. At Wembley. Yeah. Fucking hell, what a first gig. <laughs> My, mine was Chaz and Dave. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> In South End, the cliffs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was great. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was either Paramore or a band called The Automatic. You right, okay. Monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. I think they done V Festival. Well, I think I probably saw yeah, them. I probably saw everyone at V Festival. Uh, what else we got in here? Um, first single you bought? Mm. I know this. Go on. Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Informer by Snow. Who? I'm not sure I know Is that. that. Informer. You know, stum stummy on the blame. Oh, yeah. Licky boom boom down. Yeah. You're a different person. Yeah, I was like, I think I was about eight, something like that. Mine was the Evanescence album on. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, I, I, it was either that or Busted because I had a walk Walkman about that time. Right. 90s. And no, well, it wouldn't have been 90s, would it? It would have been early 2000s. So yeah, it was either Evanescence. I was listening to that album literally a couple of weeks ago. I told you, you was, about yeah, you were really yeah. enjoying it. I was loving it again. Yeah. It was taking me back to being like, I don't know, 17 or whatever it was. Wasn't yeah. your Disney album? No, he always, right, whenever I, this is why I don't write all the songs, is because we did it before we came here, I was showing him this melody, it's, like, it's really good, but it does sound a bit like Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> uh, biggest inspiration? 
Harry Styles. Um, Probably Jeff Buckley. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm going to be cheesy and say my dad, because he showed me all the music, really. That's that's fine. Actually, he was quite a big inspiration. Cause it, yeah, he's me. Just say me. Yeah, because okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's my older cousin. I remember at like parties, he he was like, I remember you vividly being like, what's your favourite band? And I was like, Muse. And you were like, said something, because like, we like Muse, don't we? But you were something, something like Space Opera, Bollocks or something. No, I said they were good. Now they're Space Opera, that's Bollocks. The but that was just because I was angry at the and time. Then you, no, but then you were like, be nice and sad, Jake. And he gave me Jeff Buckley's Grace <laughs> album. And that changed my life. So, yeah. Tom, you're my biggest inspiration. You and Harry. You're welcome. <laughs> Talking of um, artists changing it up a bit, what you were saying about um, the band you just mentioned, what just making the new Arctic Monkeys? Oh, my God. Did you see our TikTok videos? <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> I was driving home the other day. So, like, I mean, I, I like the Arctic Monkeys and I think they're genius. Um, I was driving home the other day and I heard face paint or body paint. Body, body paint. Is, and it was so... It, it shocked me so much how like it's so left field of what they normally do. Mm. I sent him this impression of the song in a voice note, and at the end it went, "What the fuck's happened to the Arctic Monkeys?" And you turned it into a TikTok, and it's got like six thousand views, I think, in the last twenty four hours. But it's deception and subterfuge. You walk into the room like you're a lover's what the fuck has happened to the Arctic Monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> about that, there you go. That, wasn't, uh, that sounded rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we talked about it on the way here. I, I, yeah. I'm no, all for great, it. Though. Actually, hmm. when I, I've listened to it three times now, and it is actually really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. I really like it. Yeah, see, that really surprises Beatles-y. me as well. Like, it goes mm. very sort of Sergeant Peppers at the end, yeah. isn't it? It's really stringy. and. But I, I loved the um, Hotel Tranquility Bass, whatever it was. Yeah, the that, last was, album. Like, that uh, was so good. Yeah. Thing is, I think once you've so I like the album. Yeah. When I saw them play it live on their tour. It's a completely different album to what you think you're listening to. So when you see the live version, it's a bit more rocked up. Mm. Yeah. And you go, these are bloody good songs. These are really good. I'd be interested to see it live because they've always been such good performers. But I think people are sometimes stuck in the past, aren't they? And they want like they yeah. to be like. Mm. And why not do that as an artist? You should always be growing and pushing into new boundaries and stuff. So you know, my my uh, critique is probably probably a bit harsh, really. Mm. So, what was your theory? Yeah, TikTok one, yeah. My yeah. theory was I think the musicians like it, mm-hmm. but I think that punters don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's bang. I think punters that, just want another. You look good on the dance. Yeah, exactly. Though, yeah. yeah, but I know, I know, because I'm sort of. Well, I'm obviously not a musician, but I think that a lot of people, like you were saying, like the nostalgic part of it of going back to the you first see what they're of doing, albums. But also, you know part I mean? a part of me is still got the punter voice and I'm, I'm like yeah, yeah an aggressive no, indie song as well <laughs> no I know what you I, mean I also think as well when, you, when you're at that level I think you can just do what you want and mm. you should be able to just do what you want really you know? well yeah it's up to I mean I was watching um, this podcast the other day and they were talking about you know artists are fully entitled to evolve and all that and if you guys all changed directions mm. like and done something completely different what would be so left field that people wouldn't expect you guys to do as well, I sent you earlier oh. Harry Styles oh yeah but that's not admissions oh. is it um I think if we, if we, Harry Styles, yeah, it would be <laughs> rap, maybe. If we, who would rap out of you, like? Mumble rap. You mumble rap. Well, Kirsty well, well, does a bit of mumble rap, doesn't she? During mm. Groove Master. Um, yeah. I don't know. It would, it would be that like hip hop kind of. I'd like to see you guys like collab with someone who raps. That'd be quite cool. Like, if you, if, if we was gonna Drake, Drake, you. Hit him up. I was gonna. I was just. <laughs> I just went in my head. I just went to Untold Poet because it's from South End. <laughs> 
Who, you think you're big, I like Whoever's it. local. Yeah. Whoever's local who can rap. Yeah. yeah. Drake would be such a vibe on Arsenal. Because that's the thing as well. I think genre's so um, open now. Because yeah. I think you've no longer got like decades of trends anymore. Like mm. 60s, 70s, 80s, you've got... Like if, if Billy Eilish dropped a country album tomorrow, like you'd have a whole generation of people into country music. Yeah. Like, it's so fickle now. Like you can just mm. do what you want. And I think our new stuff is just so much heavier from the, our old stuff. But yeah, also, yeah. You're, you're pretty much rapping. What was it? Um, um, Justin Hawkins, I remember him saying in an interview, he was like, his son was listening. He, in an interview, he was like, yeah, my son listens to hip hop. And he made a really good point. He was like, you know, rock music is always going to be there. But he said, that's where the danger is now. And that's what the kids like. And that's what they respond to. Because, you know, rock music for a while lost its edge. It mm. lost its danger. We started off yeah. making like, our demos sounded like Frank Ocean, James Blake, really. Yeah, we sort of tried to we go doing. down that whole sort yeah. of sampling electronic. <laughs> yeah, and then you always revert back to mm. what you know. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Yeah, but you tend to go with more what the idea is you bring in <clears throat> at that time. Your nose is just getting redder. Is it really? <laughs> it's really sweet though. You look oh, like a well, cartoon yeah. character. <laughs> well, I mean, it's what I'm here for. Eye candy. <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> is that bad? No, it's, no it's fine. We're doing the great. <laughs> Where's the it's camera? We're gonna have a break <laughs> in a sec. We've been quite on air on your nose. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's one thing you change about the music industry? You mentioned promote bad promoters earlier, but it doesn't necessarily necessarily what have to be about gigs. What would you change about the music industry? Um, the streaming services. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. <laughs> like yeah. even if being able to sell a CD, like manufacturer and sell a CD just to make some sort of profit. Just the so yeah, easy. the monopolized. Mm way in which especially streaming definitely um, how, how would you change streaming oh, so it'll be impossible um i can't see a way of it get, uh, apparently tiktok are about to release a streaming platform that's gonna its edge is going to be that the first year it gives 100 percent to artists yeah 90 after which sounds i just i think the whole element of like luck in the algorithm i hate mm. the way because mm. you can have a great song it gets released out into, into the spotify and if you ha if it doesn't have the right press behind it and it doesn't have it doesn't push someone doesn't push all the right buttons in front of it mm. it can go unnoticed you know yeah. whereas whereas a song that isn't that great and does ends up getting you know a million streams in a month and yeah that's what i don't like about it i, I don't think it's a fair playing field to you know to be to be fair it's tough it's very loud isn't it and just mm. everyone's yeah. yeah there's so much yeah. music being released now but also like I saw talking to Skinner Brothers earlier. I saw one of their TikToks or whatever earlier, mm -hmm. and it was a case of like, there's so much shit being played on normal radio mm. that you just the good stuff isn't getting through because there's just so much mainstream crap basically being is played. The, is that the the shit that's won the race, so to speak? What do you mean? No, because they play songs that are like 20 years old, don't they? All the time. Or well, like you look, radio yeah, you one, look radio at like, a lot like some of the other Radio X and stations like that. It, it's like. I don't think you'll have a radio that well, you will, but it'll be like classic rock. Mm. You won't have that constant stream of like a genre where you had Brit pop and grunge and yeah. So you have like late night things like, like Jack Saunders, a champion, quite heavy music. But even yeah. that's like if you're in the club, you're in the club. If you're not, you, you need have, to have you have to, you have hmm. to search a lot harder now to, for all the genres because yeah. we don't have like a scene right like, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there, I was yeah. waiting to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 
So yeah, that's what we've with our station. What we're trying to do is just play emerging artists twenty four seven, and that'd be a variety of different genres. Like if someone releases a new track and our A and R manager Abby um, approves it, it can go into the A list, and then yeah. it gets played quite a lot within in the A list. We have about thirty five tracks, so there's like eight of those that get played an hour. Mm. We've also got our artists of the week, so. Nice. I thought you were going to say something then. Yeah, so we've got our artist of the week. So that gets holding played. the sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that gets played out every like every hour and stuff. So we're trying to, we've got say, we've got about 400 tracks on rotation from stuff that people have uploaded to Unsigned or Future Hits or whatever. So that's what we're trying to build. And I actually sent a sneaky Brilliant. message to Skinner Brothers. Like, you might not like the fucking radio, but yeah, this is what we're trying to do. Are they unsigned? I don't know if they're unsigned or what, but I mean, it, I... I don't know. What I saw, I, I do see some signed people. There's a lot of signed stuff. Being signed now, though, doesn't. I mean, there's a lot of signed artists out there that are still signed, op- but emerging. operating at a mm. level that's not too dissimilar from a, an emerging. Band, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The one that impresses me is have you heard of the Ratons. Yeah. They are huge, and they are completely DIY. I do it themselves, oh, really? but they are massive. Yeah, worth checking out. Shows you can do it, eh? Mm. Yeah. Although, shout out to Good Health, Good Wealth, who got signed this week. Congratulations, guys. Um, that is amazing stuff they've featured on the podcast and on the station as well so yeah de- definitely check them out they played our South End gig as well they're incredible sweet right we're going to have a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll do your dream gig nice alright and you can go and sneeze <laughs> thank you thank you we'll be back in section 2 <laughs> hi everyone welcome to the Unsigned Podcast hopefully you're enjoying the episode this week but I wanted to talk to you about our Patreon it's a, basically a subscription service that puts money back into Unsigned if that's the podcast the radio show whatever it helps us generate a bit of an income to support these Unsigned artists and to run events and also do this podcast every week so if you want to support the podcast and support the Unsigned Music brand you can go to Patreon patreon.com forward slash Unsigned Music UK and you can sign up for just one pound a month what can you get for that price anyway let's get back to the episode welcome back welcome to back the unsigned podcast what rob said what rob said with matt wary that's me yeah not matt berry no or hat wary as rob calls uh, as ollie calls me hat wary hat wary yeah not wearing a hat Pop you're me. a lover of hats i remember you wearing like a i did big... i had my fedora yeah on yeah your fedora phase your james bay i phase. went through my fedora phase i want to know. bring it back now <laughs> james <laughs> bay phase yeah we did it for like two my shows my james and I was phase like, Hair looks cool now. Let's get it off. Because we did a music video and all his hair was over his face, and I was mm. like, "Yes, do that." I'm yeah. his marketing manager. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, I did it. <laughs> right. So we're going to get onto your dream gig. So what we do in this section, we will give you. Is this uh, dream gig as us as a band? As or a band going to see? No, as a oh, band. As a, so uh, as you guys performing and all that. So like right? where and. Yeah. So basically, well, well, that's a great shout. I've never done that before. Yeah, wardrobe. You got to bring wardrobe. wardrobe That's getting into it. The the problem is, we had G Lily, we had Uh, B Arnold. We'd still fucking be here if they was deciding that. That's very sexist. We've got some outfits. (laughs) It's true. I was thinking like I was thinking like um, Hollywood Bowl sequin jumpsuits and a Pink Floyd light show. That that type of thing and a runway out the. Who are we supporting? Hang on, wait, wait. Uh, Harry, St- Harry, Harry, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. <laughs> no, no, it's the, quick, it's the quickest they've ever right, done it. And <laughs> we're done. See you next week. We're efficient. What I thought you meant is that we wouldn't have been able to ask the girls what they were going to be wearing because it would be inappropriate for us to ask that question. But you were just going with the fact that women take ages to get ready. Yeah, and okay, they just made it weird. No, I just wondered. I just Why did you bring that back up? We could be gender fluid, so... Well, yeah. I imagine, yeah. Hey, yeah, I imagine you take a while to get ready. Oh, yeah, I look gorgeous on stage. <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight. He does look good in his sequin jumpsuit, actually. I've seen it. Yeah. Nice. It's coming out. I'm experimenting more. If you're in a band, 
it's a platform to uh, have are you ser- are you being serious now I yeah, just I, think I, you'd, I end up, you'd have great uniforms <laughs> <laughs> <trousers, laughs> I haven't got sequins you yet, could even throw in a little routine you'd have great uniformity I've tried to get you know, us moving in routine before but it was, um, what's the song with, uh, it's not released is it Run and Hide Run and Hide it's oh, real shoulder shimmy yeah, and you don't yeah. like it he's got the moves his hips go <laughs> we tried that with another breakdown in Groove Master yes it was like what do we do it was like well, Kirsty's just stood there, like, not doing anything for 30 seconds so she just starts Get doing that. hip swinging. <laughs> no, she's like, not. Honestly, she just oh, starts she doing the Macarena. The, and did the Macarena, yeah. That's different. Which, when you've got, the, you're on stage and 20 people hotbox doing the Macarena, you think, this is not a rock show. <laughs> Something, something's changed. Jeez. Right, talking of venues, what would be your dream venue that you would mm. perform at your dream gig? We're going to go through uh, your support and your opener and riders and all that sort of stuff, but where would you, be your you dream venue to play? Dream venue? Yeah. <sighs> Do you know what? I'm really annoyed that the square's not there anymore. Do you remember well, the Harlow. square in Harlow? <laughs> this is an Essex show, isn't it? <laughs> That's my dream. Ah. No, because my dad played there and I played there in my last band, but now it's gone. But anyway, dream venue, if not the square. I really like um, Shepherd's Bush. Your dad Bush. is a hero, though. Yeah, he is. We'll get onto that another time. Um, Shepherd's Bush. The Empire. Yeah, I, I've filmed there quite a lot. Um, filmed other bands there and always been like, I want to get on that stage. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a cool venue. Mm. You agree? Yeah, I still think Hollywood Bowl. Hollywood Bowl. Sequin what, in Basildon? Oh, sorry. Oh, does it have to be in Essex? <laughs> no, I'm no. It doesn't have to be in Essex. <laughs> Is that like a stadium? Yeah, in, in America. So where like Prince played? Well, oh, in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I mean a stadium. But we're uh, going to... Manchester Square Garden. We're going to transition into a stadium. Yeah. Because when we started, right, we made loads of crap U2 songs, didn't we? And like power. And um, Just loads of crap U2 songs. Yeah, sorry, yeah. U2. yeah. They won't listen. And, um, yeah. But if, I think we could transition to that when we're all a bit older and then we could play stadiums. I'm talking too much. What, what no. So, <laughs> were you going Shepherd's Bush or Madison Square Gardens? I'll go, yeah. Well, what's bigger? Well, Madison Square Gardens. Is Hopefully the same place, otherwise I'll be a bit lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I suppose Shepherd's Bush Empire, you're still going to... That's achievable. You're still going to feel met, the We were meant to be playing still that, have that connection with the audience. Yeah. Um, but still... Grand. Okay. Who, so who's on the bill? Is that the next one? Yeah, question? so basically you've got, there's three of you. There's, That's right at the bottom. There's headliner, main support and the opener. You're featuring somewhere on the bill. You need to decide who is going to be with you and who's featuring where. Okay. So you've got your headliners, your main support well, and your It'd be nice opener. to be in the middle and have like a softer artist, acoustic or something, and then a big, you know. And you can choose anyone. So we're in the sandwich. Anyone dead or alive? Dead or alive or Harry Styles yet. <laughs> yeah, no. No, <laughs> Harry would be, Harry would be like Harry would be the no, Harry would be your guitar tech. Wow, that would yeah. be such a retirement. Like a touch of. No, he's still as famous as he is oh, now. But he's <laughs> just for, for that night. He's your guitar tech. So yeah, we'll put an email out. Um, well, your big opener. ones are what? Soundgarden, Audio Slave. I think yeah, Soundgarden on. headline. Yeah, nice. Just after Bad Motorfinger came out. They play like Jesus Christ pose. Nice, nice, nice. Nice big song. Then can I pick the support? You pick the soft support. <laughs> Does it not? Can I put on a bad night so the support's just nothing to do with how Soundgarden sound? Because that would yeah. be. Um, hold on. My Chemical Romance. <laughs> As a soft support. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll start. We're no, not even soft. Show. No, no, full on. <clears throat> then we come on, do a couple of bangers, and then Soundgarden. Right. That'd be quite good, I think, actually. Merging of the... Yeah. be quite heavy in the end, wouldn't it? Yeah, it came quite heavy in the end, didn't it? <clears throat> I thought you were going soft acoustic and then you went... All right, okay, soft acoustic. You don't have to do... Joni, 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 I'll Dallas tell you Green. what. Dallas Joni Green. Mitchell. 
was good. No, what? okay, that's mm. great. That's fine. Sitting. Jenny Mitchell's nice. That's too countryfied. Yeah, sit, know, sitting colour. Contrast. Black pines. What are they called? Soundgarden. Sound what are they called? We're doing a. Oh, we're doing an audio slave song, aren't we? Here we are. Talking of cover tracks, what cover track would you do at your dream gig? Bear in mind, you said you haven't Fireworks done any. Fireworks by uh, Katy Perry. Perry. Oh. Yeah, you would do that justice. Do you know what? I, jokes aside, I think Harry Styles' "Watermelon Sugar High" is a is a bop. Do you know the middle it eight is. of Fire and Stone? We wrote quite drunk in the studio, and that sounds a lot like <laughs> the melody yeah, from that. They did. Yeah. So I was like, try this out, and then left the studio in it. Harry Styles. He's, it's a bit of a thing, isn't it, tonight, Harry Styles? He is a bit. Yeah, he's sponsoring the it's episode. It's like he's here. He's going to walk in in a minute, isn't he? He's Let's gonna... pay for his track to go under the podcast. I'm sure that'd be all right. Y- you can pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Put in a word. Yeah. Who would be your special guest to duet with? If you could bring someone out on stage to duet with, if that's um, from a mus- musical perspective or a singing perspective. Cool, wow. I'd probably have to go with Jeff Buckley, I think. Yeah. Cool. Or maybe a girl would be nice. I was going to say, voice, yeah, though. I think maybe Bjork. Wow. Yeah, I'd just be happy with that. I'm not bringing another guitarist out. I'll Your face like... then, I hope we got that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> you literally, like, climaxed. On... <laughs> <laughs> I was brought up on, like, Bjork. My mum and dad love Bjork, so. I was going to say Grace Slick from Jefferson Aeroplane, but... Either or. See what we can get. No, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I ain't get another. See who's around. Stage. See what we can get. Yeah, yeah. see who yeah. fancies it. Harry, <laughs> I'll text her and see what she's up to. <laughs> what would be on your rider? You can have a choice each. Would we'll be waiting in your dressing room for you when you get to the um, Empire. What would be on your rider? You joke about your Greek mezzanine. What is it? Greek mez, Turkish meze, <laughs> uh, room temperature, orange <laughs> juice. Um. Why, sherry why, glass full why, of purple M and M's. Why room? Why room temperature orange juice? Because you're about to go. Because right, you're about to go on stage and sing. You don't want to chill, oh, chill okay. the old vocal. Cords Are you down. talking orange like proper or like Tropicana like orange juice? No, or it's got to be freshly squash. squeezed. Oh right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> People's feet Careful. as well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And um, stuffed olives, but they've got to have the peppers in them. Right. Mm. Yeah, very, I don't, very middle class. This band. Yeah, I don't. I don't like olives. I quite like no. a massage. Okay. But I've just pulled my neck, so that might be just a now thing. But I think a massage before or after. Before and then just a hype guy to be like, Do you know what, you look great. Who would you hype guy be? Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. <laughs> oh fuck off! <laughs> just just before you go on just stage, anyone? Like, You're the man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Whoa, that's huge, <laughs> man. And I'll be like, like Kevin Hart. I'd say it would be quite good. <laughs> No, he'd be taking the fit. I need it to be genuine. (laughs) You look amazing. That would be good, actually. That's sounding more like Stone Cold. (laughs) Any wrestler. Any wrestler. What would your entrance music be if you were a wrestler? uh, uh, Lose this Eminem. Mm. Did you watch wrestling when you were younger? I fucking loved it. Yeah, I did. I I wanted to be Rey Mysterio when I was younger. You don't don't, don't like Rey Mysterio? It's got a big jacket on. Oh, okay. Mine would be... No, I'm trying to be clever. No, I don't know what mine would be. What, your entrance song? An audio slave song? Like no, contrast. That's just too obvious. Oh. <laughs> you need to be more nuanced as a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. I want to be a nuanced wrestler. Yeah. A bit mysterious. Yeah. No. Have you heard of Tamino? No. That's his love. He's a singer songwriter. He's an Egyptian, Belgian oh, wow. uh, solo artist who's coming up. Very atmospheric music, though, probably not wrestling friendly. Yeah. 
Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, made it moment. What would be your made it moment? Or have you had one yet? I know you mentioned earlier about people coming in, singing your songs, wearing your merch, all that sort of stuff. But have you had one yet? Your like, made it moment? I don't think I've had one yet. Walking into Sainsbury's. This is a hypothetical or did no, this, this happen? Is, this is it. I've thought about this for a long, 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 long time. Walking into Sainsbury's. Yeah. Is that your goals high? No. Yes. Walking into Sainsbury's and you're doing your shopping and you think, oh, I need a wee. And you go to the toilet and the music playing in the toilet while you're doing a dump. <laughs> Sorry, this is really... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need a wee and a dump. Is your own music. Like fucking ASMR or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> Sainsbury's. I'm doing a piss. Mm. Well, so that's Some, it. something why, along why those lines. Why not? Or like, no, get, no, no, I know what. You know, when you like, you ring up your bank and it's like, and, can, it's, can I have a and loan? It's, and it, no, it's in India. And you and what's playing back to you is a really cheesy lift music version of one like of your seven, songs. Oh, right. <laughs> that, that would be my made it moment. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> this is so weird. You uh, mentioned in the break that you guys were on the Liverpool playlist. Liverpool FC playlist. Yeah, for so, Liverpool FC. So when you're at a Liverpool game, yeah. they have a Spotify playlist. So that'd be pretty yeah. cool. If you're in yeah. Anfield going for a... I'm not, I'm not sure if you... No one's a Liverpool fan. Yeah, that's there. a shame. None of us no. were Liverpool no. fans. No, and we never ever went. Fuck you. I'm proud. Nice. Yeah, it's just straight after you'll never walk alone. Or yeah. yeah. That would be cool though, wouldn't it? If I'd, you went, I'd be buzzing. Yeah. I'd be well happy, yeah. I'd have to I'd tell everyone. I'll give you... Um, the old manager's Duncan's number. number yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll sort it out. Honestly, if that happened, I'd, be, I'd play my guitar for like, I'm done. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> it, just to up. know, like, you had a tune blaring out at Anfield. Yeah. It pissed me more off that I wasn't there to hear it. Mm. I was just told afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I think it's hard to be, live in the moment and be like, oh, this is a happy moment. Like, this is, because it's so easy to be cynical. I think as, we're quite a cynical band. I think, right. like, we'll do some, like, when there is a happy moment, like, oh, we've got another monthly listener, we'll be like, woo, but then that'll be fleeting. Right. So I think, yeah, w knowing what those little goals are, because we do hit them when we when a song goes over a thousand streams, we're like, wow, like mm. that is a genuine moment for us. But I think those moments will, you know, grow and get. We'll never truly be happy, is what I'm trying to say. You're always striving for better. Yeah, but I think, think it is important it's because so. I've got a theory on this. On, is I don't know about you guys, but your band Instagram account, I'm presuming you, you follow other artists, other unsigned local, mm -hmm. because like, and you're you're constantly comparing to what they're doing yeah, to what yeah. you're doing. You think, oh, this is great, but I wish I had that. You don't stop and think. I think that's just life, life though. I think that's just people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is, yeah. But I think not, life, more yeah. with music is when I've started noticing it. Looking at other yeah. artists, can yeah. But I can think that. that. I, I mean, I sort of. That's feel a very like, English thing, isn't it? I think. Yeah, we're, we're always trying to bring down secretly. We're like, I wish. Yeah, I wish they were shit. I was truly happy yeah. for it. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't have that. I don't think like. Oh, I don't look at like a, another presenter or whatever and be like, oh fuck, like how they get that gig. I wish like fuck them. I don't think that. I just think like, how can I get better and hopefully do something that's like that. good but i think yeah. as a musician you get your heart broken so many times that you're just like i'm dead inside no i think i think I, <laughs> it's I try, a light heart i try not to i try to look through like, squinted eyes when at everyone else's success so you can still be happy and, and especially mm. with someone you know always happy but yeah. you do see the slightly higher flies that you don't know and you're like mm. God, that looks good. Why yeah. are we there? Yeah. That goes back to the whole kind of death of the genre and the scene thing, though, because you imagine like the grunge scene in Seattle when you had, you know, Soundgarden, Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, all from the same town. Mm. So you imagine like, I don't know, you're from, so let's say the equivalent of Seattle would probably be something like Birmingham or Manchester, mm -hmm. and that many bands make it to the mainstream, all from the same place, all mm. friendly with each other, and 
Yeah, that's when I think you could have a real something pure. Yeah, I think I think sometime last year we stopped giving a shit in like a really good way. I think we really over vetted everything. We're like, is this song good enough? Is this song too much? And I think we stopped doing that in a really good way, and we started writing our best music. We stopped. We just were like, fuck. If this is a heavy song, yeah. (laughs) As as soon as like we were. That's why no one's signing me up because those shit puns. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) pun sells the song. But yeah, if you stop, I think comparing yourself and just start being like i like it so maybe if they don't like it at least i've made myself happy like yeah i think the people that get you though and the people that like your music are gonna follow you no matter what right so much more people seem to like the stuff we make when we're not thinking about exactly how good it is or whatever i don't think you should be comparing yourself to other i mean as you guys as black pines as you guys as missions like you're all doing really well so i know that there's always the next step yeah but you gotta enjoy when you're there as well yeah Mm. massively that's what i think yeah, I enjoy the little things. I just enjoy playing shows and seeing one person know the words, even if it's my mum. Yeah, you know, well, you guys have like quite. A, I remember at the the festival that shall not be named. You got quite a lot of people all with following you guys around. Like you got quite big families. Well, you two are in the same family. <laughs> yeah. You got quite a big family, haven't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, little Black Pines family burgeoning, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's nice to see. I think as well, just like you know, a band is a band, and no two bands I think are the same. And I think. Know. you should i think you should be happy for other yeah. bands because yeah. like we're friends with bands who are nothing like us but yet we're you know we're happy for each other because you know and it's like to come you can compare success but i don't think you can compare the music if that makes sense yeah and that's what mm. it's all about it's really important to have other friends doing music. the same sort of journey as well yeah you can also help yeah, each other yeah. through it can't you and advise happen, each yeah. other at certain things or yeah. avoid this or try this or whatever I think if you look at like a few bands just top of my head, obviously you guys, Missions, Black Chain, Black Pines, <laughs> Black fucking Chain stuck in the right head, <laughs> like San Quentin, Loose Setters, yeah. The Trusted, like all yeah. all sort of Chelmsford-ish Southend mm. bands, but all very different in their own right. And they're all, all yeah. of you guys are doing great We've barely met so. any of them though. Oh, really? Yeah. So we need to mingle more. That's I think that's a lack of it's good venues. We're like yeah, well, that's Essex venues a few and far between. Yeah. We're doing more, we've, we've not played Chinneries as Black Pines no, if you was going to sum up the Essex music scene in one word what would you go for oh, well, 10 years ago I, it was everything to me like I was, I was going to all the, all the gigs every weekend mm. with my family and stuff but um, I don't know it's also different with your age I think like I didn't think it was hip and happening until I got back in a band and then put myself out there to see and go to places like the Hotbox and now I can just walk in the hotbox or text the guy on a Friday yeah. or Saturday and find someone new. So it is, there is a passion there still. A lot of great yeah, bands have passion. come out of Essex. Like <laughs> mm. A lot of great bands, but huge bands, in fact. But I think a lot of bands don't become Essex bands until they've made it. They kind of go, yeah, we're a like, London-based band. And, mm. you know, mm. and then when they've made it, like Nothing But Thieves now are very much like we're from South End. And yeah, it's a thing. We're from Essex and stuff like that. And yeah, quite a feel. But, um, but no, that's some amazing artists have come out of Decent. 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 Yeah. Good word. <laughs> Decent. 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 That's proper Essex. <clears throat> Decent. Essex. I think I'm going to more gigs now than I've ever gone to. Yeah, I'm trying to make a conscious effort to. Yeah. Just to get your face about. It's a it's a big networking thing. Yeah. I mean, like Louise, we know obviously Louise Parker and she's like brilliant at going out and networking with people and chatting to a load of different people while she's there. Yeah. It's definitely uh I think it does more for your own music as well. Not that it should be going for a selfish point of view, but you end up chatting to the bands then they then come to your gig to support you yeah. because you've been to theirs mm. and vice versa I yeah. think if you're looking at getting into managing as well I 
think it's a very important thing that you're you've got your finger on the pulse, you know. And if you're managing artists and you want to put them mm. on, uh, with other bands, play, or even maybe if you go tour, you thinking about what bands to go on tour with, and yeah, you know, it's it's important, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Where's your after party after doing the Shepherd's Bush Empire? We had a large one at. Um Oh, well, Shepherd's Bush, sorry. Um, go wherever you want. Because <laughs> that's like, where are you going with That this? Strong Room <laughs> show, because our studio is next to it. Right, okay. We ended up at a, a big one after that. Um, Shepherd's Bush, after party. Yeah, you can go anywhere, obviously, you can go anywhere. It's a dream gig. You can go to your after party wherever you want to go. I like chilling out. After, like, going mad, but in a safe space. Like, not seeing too many people. So maybe just someone's flat. Do you know what I mean? You, you know, just want to go home, don't yeah, you? No, it's a thing. Like, I had to get my girlfriend to take me out of venues after shows because you have that high of getting on stage. You taught me about this. I'd like to go home and have a hot bath. Yeah, literally. Somebody read me a story. <laughs> literally. You come off stage and you're a bit like, whoa, and you have all this rush of like um, friends and family and mm. people you don't know, and it's exhausting, but mm. it's, yeah. it's lovely. Like yeah. when If that ever gets bigger, I'll get better at dealing with it. I get that after a show. But like, it's like, I, I need I, to... I need like... Because... I, I, Quite often, the minute you come off stage at a gig, yeah. you're, everyone who's come to see you, your friends, family, they're, oh, literally, as they're well, all waiting to talk to you. Yeah, of course, mm. yeah. And you're in this really weird headspace and you don't want to appear rude, but I think it's, it's, it, I think you're right. It, you need like a... It's like a spa. After, so if we're talking like dream a decompression gig. chamber. Yeah, if yeah, we, go to, yeah. we yeah. just go to like a nice place. It sounds pretentious and really like, like... No, but it's not like I don't want to speak to anyone. It's more like mm. a... Because what happens is if everyone, if you get, come off stage and have all that social loveliness yeah. in one go, you end up getting absolutely rat assed and yeah. then you drink, you go home, you wake up the next day, and the the best thing about the sh the sh thing, which was the gig, the best thing about the night, is just clouded in crap. Mm, so that's yeah, why yeah. I like having the gig was sick. Go home, digest it, go out with someone else the next day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so we'll go to a spa after Shepherd's Bush. <laughs> Fair enough. And then maybe just around Connor's a spa retreat. Yeah. That's open at night. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that if you Indian head massage, maybe <laughs> if you come back off of the off you off a gate off a gig mm. <laughs> off stage off gig, it went wrong. I'm sorry, <laughs> I said it wrong. Um, when you come off stage, if there's a green room, you can sort of go and or whatever you call it, mm -hmm. go and have a, like a bit of a decompression yeah. in there, can't you? Before you go and see everyone, does that help? Or is it still There's, the adrenaline? Just you want us to say the spearmint rhino, don't you? <laughs> no, it's not what I was saying at all. That's nowhere near what I was going at. <laughs> I love a, you know, I love a night out, but the the venues we're playing don't have big green rooms. They're usually little cupboards, aren't they? Hang mm. on, full of the other band's what? kit. Oh, <laughs> oh, we've run out of battery. Sorry. Oh, we did. Oh, we just. Dead no, only on one. Only on one. Yeah. There we go. Keep going. Keep That's going. Camera one. Camera two. <laughs> And carry on. <laughs> what was the question? Oh, oh so, yeah, Spearmint um, Rhino. Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's strip club. Yeah. Mm. Is that what we're doing now? We're just rating strip clubs. <laughs> loads, loads of heroin, loads of everything, you know. No. Yeah. yeah. So on. we're going for a spa. I'd rather the spa, if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. I think a spa would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think by the time we get a gig like Shepherd's Bush, we'll have that done well. Do you know what I mean? And... I don't. I don't like going out in like big. Do you know what would though. be? No, actually. Do you know what? This sounds House really. This still, this sounds equally as boring. <laughs> Leaving the venue, yep. the minute you come off stage, car waiting, gone. Mm. You say goodbye on stage. Come off stage, into a car, back out to like wherever a bar, or hotel, where you've got some family and friends. Yeah, nice. Waiting and yeah. going and you go and have a drink with them and just yeah. wind down. To keep like, the keep the mystery of it all. That's yeah. it. We're not eighteen. Absolutely. Like, 
we've, you mm. know, we've spent a good few years getting, um, you know, partying after. And not, yeah, not, not doing the opposite and coming off stage and getting wankered with mm. your mates. Because that's it. The, I to think deal with, like, all the weirdness of after a show. Because mm. always, always, more often than not, unless you've had an absolute shocker, which I definitely have on stage, um, the show's the best bit, and you kind of want to remember that. Yeah, yeah. Rather than go and make ten mistakes. I remember all the mistakes you made. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that that that, that is a <laughs> yeah. different. What's the worst mistake you've made on stage? Oh, joining Black Pines, just generally. No. Um, <laughs> I fell. I don't make. Fell off a stage once backwards. Not in this band. In Jesus. Band. Yeah, that was really embarrassing. <laughs> Were you okay though? Yeah. Like, no. I, it hurt, and I. Right. I oh, tried to make it look cool, and um, yeah, sort of shuffled back on stage. And oh carried on with the I know. I Where was, was that? And I'd, I was kind of going for it on stage as well, so I was kind of like right. going for it, and then like awfully <laughs> fell. Catch back me! It was a fell back over a monitor, and then oh. down about four foot onto the ground, and like smacked my shoulder. And it was Jesus, yeah, that's quite funny. Well, we, we, I was going to say, I remember a shocker we had when um, so Tom's got in ear monitors, right? Mm-hmm. So he can just hear himself, and they failed, and but he couldn't hear himself. But he's a good singer, Tom. So he sung perfectly, but just a perfect tone up. From the entire rest oh, of the yeah, band, I sang Fire and Stone, Fire and which Stone. already is like right at the top like, of his range, right half a key up. And like something. all me, I was looking at Colin like this sounds like hell. <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, yeah, it was so confidently bad. I was just like, oh. yeah, that was, was fun. And that was no, a hot. I remember turning it. around to you and going, "Are you playing the wrong chords? Yeah, <laughs> am I? You were like, I, you I were looked like, down like, like, maybe." <laughs> yeah. Was that Hotbox? Yeah, it was Hotbox. That, yeah. We have played Hotbox about four times. It was times. like one song, my ears just went, I couldn't hear a thing. Right. So I didn't, and I, and I even taking them out, I couldn't hear anything. And once you've, one, as a singer, like once you've picked a note and you've committed to it, it's, yeah. you're yeah. kind of locked in there. And it's yeah, like, of course, oh, yeah. You really did commit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, we learned from it. Gig tour, right? Or gig tour bin? Oh, fuck. You haven't been thinking. No, I have right, well, think. I have. I can go. I can go. You can go. All right. So in this bit, what we do, we're going to give you three artists. And it's like Snog, Marry, Avoid, right? Ooh. So you gig. So Snog. But oh, not can actually we just do Snog, Marry, Avoid? If you want to. Uh, but we're going to do Gig Tour yeah, Bin. Okay. So basically, I, I, I can do Snog, Marry, Avoid if you want. <laughs> yeah, you think? We've got time for both. Okay. Just just, just do both. So you're going to say something. Right. We're going to say Snog, Marry, Avoid. No, we're not. We're doing Gig Tour Bin. So essentially, you've got one night with someone doing a gig with them. You've got a world tour for a year. Or you've got to take all of their work and pull it in the bin. All right. So Gig Tour Bin. And the three artists that we're going to give you are. Harry Styles. Harry, it was, yeah. Harry Styles, <laughs> Soundgarden, Blue. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. podcast. Go on. Right, Harry Styles. Snog. I mean... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, one, one night. You don't, you, really? It's Harry Styles. You want to c- keep up with him night for night. Yeah. Okay, fine. So one one gig with... He put on a good show, to be fair, wouldn't he? I'd yeah. keep up with him. So who have you been in between Blue and Soundgarden? Oh, have we got to bin one of them? Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought you did each one. No, no, no. 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 This, this is... This is harder now, You shouldn't now, have right? brought me here. <laughs> Sorry. Could, um, you, could you ever bin Soundgarden's... Uh... Right, bin Harry Styles. <laughs> oh, I see what you've done. Okay. <laughs> what What was the other band? Oh, Blue. Yeah. Blue and Soundgarden. And then one gig or tour. <laughs> You're such a prick. Blue one gig and Soundgarden yeah. tour. I think that's the safest bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, sorry. I, I don't know why we bring them. <laughs> <laughs> Just to sit and be a little shit. You are a little <laughs> shit, yeah. Uh, Lee, Lee, Ryan, you can thank me later. Yeah. <laughs> don't thank Rob. Um, right, so let's talk about your EP. Mm-hmm. Came out in 
July? Yeah. Yeah, finished there, didn't it? Yeah. 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 So was that okay with that? Was July it fifteenth, you... just in case. Oh, was it? It was, yeah. Well done. Thank Someone's you. done their homework. Yeah. Oh, yeah do you realise we dropped the saddest song in summer? We did yeah, that. that's yeah. just the way we are. <laughs> <laughs> like the contrast. Yeah. So what what brought that on? Because obviously you've released was the four releases always going to be a part of that EP? Was, it was that gonna, like it was going to be a five track? Oh right. And then um, I thought it was. No, I'm joking. <laughs> And, and then, what? Wait, don't what? do that to me. It was going to be a five track that we were releasing month on month. Right. Seems to suit um, Spotify and you know that stuff. Um, but the last one was like the feature track, which we didn't release. Which right. is coming soon. Oh, okay. And it was because well, our PR and everyone in management were like, "You need to save this one, and we need to, we're going to do it late in the year, and we got some more stuff to talk about." So yeah, yeah. it quickly became a four track. So we, we'd actually it was meant to go on for another couple of months. But right okay um, so yeah that's why it ended short with the four track Move, moving on to more things fair mm. enough and you say the new stuff is it's getting yeah. a bit heavier getting a bit heavier so we've got better. two we've got two tracks waiting in the vault and we've got three we're, we're making our way through oh, yeah. we've got three songs that are currently being written right getting, working their way so we'll have about five or six done. songs in the yeah we've been playing the new but we've got live, songs but, to go oh, wow. so we, we could start releasing in a in a month, if we wanted to, just waiting for the start. By the time line. we get yeah. to the other, the other ones, should be ready to go as well. So. Oh, cool! It's, nice be another, be, it's, hard, it's torture not really. Probably be another another EP in spring. Yeah, we're on that maybe. between. Do we just do a bunch of singles, or, or do we then collect those singles yeah. into an EP? And that's why we quite like the option of sort of releasing them, giving each of the tracks their time to shine. But then, I think for bands, it's still quite nice to have a collection of work. Yeah, um, and I quite like that from a marketing point of view and grouping it all together with a theme there was a quite a prevalent theme with your lyrics with the last four ones that i think yeah, yeah. made sense with that so yeah but it's this yeah. torture sitting on them and not just going yeah it's nice to have a back catalog though i suppose and yeah. then you can then carry on working with the next stuff so if you've got an ep waiting the yeah. new new stuff will be going on the next one for summer i guess we kind of learned quite quickly that um a big thing now with 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 spotify and and social media is consistency mm-hmm and if you've already got a pooled amount of content and songs that you can drip feed constantly, so you're always releasing, yeah. it helps. And that's why we try to sort of never be quiet, build up a bank of, of, of material that we can. It's also good playing songs like through. before they've come out because it really tests, like, you yeah. know, oh, this that, is shit. Because if you just release text. everything in one go, if you yeah. release four songs in one go, it's like releasing one song. Mm. Whereas if you release four songs over like five months and then the EP at the end, it's building and you're knocking yeah. down those doors. So if, yeah. you're, if you're trying to get through to Radio X or Radio One or whoever it might be, or future hits, yeah, yeah, <laughs> if you'll have us. Um, it's about like because they always ask, oh, what else have they got? Yeah, and yeah. having to say, no, I don't know. Not yeah, left, so. if you guys say it as an example, you've got those few songs that you've got in sort of ready to go. If you're playing them live. Are there certain changes that you could make after performing them live? Going, actually, that works better. Let's do that. Yeah, bit. our songs kind of take on a little life of their own life, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah. there's so two of the songs are mastered, so they're like we'd have to spend some money to yeah, dig yeah. in, um, which but we could, uh, but we're really happy with them. But but the next couple, um, one called "Rule Over Me" that we've played live once, and I was like, oh, that was good. Um, that's going to chop and change a little bit. Right. And, and yeah, so, but it's, it's not, because we write so much what you were talking about in COVID and stuff remotely, mm. which is kind of the death of music in a way, but we've, we got good at it. Being able to 
feel it out in a room together is great, but being able to feel it on a stage and get response, I think, is really good if you can do that before recording the song. Right. I've always liked that. Because Rule Over Me, I'm excited about going to the studio and doing that now. Yeah. Whereas Love Again, which will come out, I don't know when, um, that was always, I wasn't sure of it until we started playing it live. And then yeah, I was and like, it was oh. one of those songs where it was a, the, the core kind of idea of it had been knocking around for a couple, about a year and a half. And it mm. was like, Ages. it had never just kind of been worked on. And then and then it had, and it was, yeah. So it's Yeah, our, our keys bag kind of like produces our demos. He's a real like workhorse to have in the band. Mm. And he, <laughs> he was like, I remember the way he approached it. It's the same with a demo we've got called Best of Us. It'll be a song one day. Um, but he's like, oh god, I don't know if I can bring this up again because it's we've tried so many different yeah, angles yeah, yeah, with it. Yeah. Um, but then it just, I think, stars aligned. Something and we, tweaked, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, we basically just went heavier and funner with it, didn't we? So where's the studio you guys record at? You say it's the same Strong one rooms, each time. Shoreditch. Oh, okay. oh what, you mean demos? Yeah, generally, like where do you? Like, I mean, I've, I've well. got a little studio in my garden. Right. You've got your own. <laughs> we've all kind of got our own pro tools. Right, okay. Or, or so we'll lay down some stems, like but then we'll sort of send it all to Connor and he'll yeah. he's the one with the music degree right, okay. <laughs> he'll jumble it all together and mm. every band has someone with a music degree yeah who's, in your, who's yours he's we got all the nice Kirstie and Joe as well. oh okay yeah everyone's got one yeah mm. you need one you, uh, the more you can do I mean you have to you're already I mean going into the music industry you're already on a back foot because it's it's the music industry but you if you can you need to have helpers you need to have someone that can create content and someone that can it's good. At, you need to be double multi-talented, don't you? Yeah. Someone Which we're not. <laughs> well, you can film and photograph and edit and yeah. everything else, can't you? So everyone's got their own <clears> bit, <throat> haven't they? <clears throat> right. Could you guys tell everyone when you're next performing? <clears throat> oh, no. Fucking hell. Do you know what? I literally... <laughs> who was that? So close. It was me. Who was so, you? Yeah. I literally um, put Monday, that, in, that Instagram on there earlier. Well, yeah. Monday, <laughs> Monday the 19th of December, Hotbox, Chelmsford at the moment. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's quite a while away. There might it? be some other shows coming up, but we, we they're not being confirmed yet, so we're waiting, waiting on those. Yeah, hopefully some tours soon. Will yeah. there be a, a Christmas cover? Do you know what? So I got asked this yeah. the other day. What would we're you teaming up with Noddy, aren't we? Noddy. Noddy well, I wrote a Christmas song that I don't think you're going to like, but it's called <laughs> "Crying at Christmas." Uh, so we've got uh, maybe about that. That's just you and a load of tambourines and bells. <laughs> it is. And, uh, I'd had one too many Jack Daniels about two Christmases ago. I was like, <laughs> but it's quite nice. Sounds like a Teskey Brothers song. Well, one to look out for then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we should do a Christmas cover. Yeah. We've got to get it in now, though. No, not, we should just write now. a Christmas song. <laughs> Don't do it yeah. today. <laughs> Don't not on the spot. <laughs> write a Christmas song and retire. We yeah. did one. Yeah. We, we covered Christmas rapping. Like, yeah. like the first like year we started doing admissions. Yeah. For a laugh, I was like, we're going to cover Christmas rapping. It was shit. <laughs> we sent it to BBC Essex. Every fucking year they keep rolling it back out. They really? loved it. And, and you no. listen to them like, oh, it could be so much better. That's like dodgy that's really not did great did your last band do it My, mine did All I Want For Christmas Is You no we never East Track West is last band better than us listen to no. East Track West <laughs> no we were too uh, too self indulgent shoot get three band. guitarists all with ten four, delay pedals four guitarists and a bass player that played chords on his bass yeah. well there you go then <laughs> all going well for you guys and are you having support on the on that gig at the 19th has we'll that been decided we'll probably or? choose a support we normally yeah. we normally pick a support so yeah we'll, that'll probably be let's pick some so. um, on our band yeah, yeah we all know <laughs> bands let's get admissions let's get the trust in yeah, all those bands we've played with yeah. we'd do it yeah. yeah yeah no I think we would right there you go we'll they play with yeah. admissions <laughs> <laughs> so there you go when is it <laughs> Monday the 19th I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> it's, it's a Monday but it's Christmas time so everyone should be off Mish. when is the, is the World Cup finished by then 
Oh, do you know what? I haven't even checked I've... the fixtures. You reminded me about it for this. We'll, we'll be later, so it doesn't matter. We will be crying. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't those... They're on like in the morning, aren't they? Because of the time I have no idea. I haven't even looked at it. I, I barely... Was, there was one midday, then the, the others were in the evening. Oh, I was going to say. Mm. Mm. Take day drinking to a new level, that would. Yeah. It would. Right. Can mm. you tell everyone where they can find you on the socials, please? Which camera are they looking down? Just not the middle one. Jake, Jake you're the socials, man. <laughs> this one. Go on, then. Camera one. Camera two. We are... Hi. Where, where <laughs> can you find us? Uh, Instagram, <laughs> black underscore pines underscore music. They're all different. Facebook, I think, is Black Pines UK. TikTok is Black Pines UK. Uh, what other? YouTube. It? Twitter. We're on Twitter, on YouTube. Just type in Black Pines, basically. Yeah. And they'll find you. Yeah. MySpace, OnlyFans. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> go on in. Um, where, where are you? Where are we? We're just, just go search admissions somewhere. Um, <laughs> if you search it into Google, we're not school admissions or COVID admissions. It comes up. You got you're going to be very popular this month. Well, we're still getting tagged in Facebook posts from there's an Indian doctors society in India somewhere that have like a real close knit group. Right. And every now and then they try to do hospital admissions, and they tag us in it every time. It's like, it's like really popular doctors. That could be a really Facebook group in India. Yeah, use it. Start writing about like, medical healthcare. Well, I have I have posted like the link to our Spotify. You got medications. Time, so. You should yeah. just give them medications. Just, just drop that in there. Yeah. Um, what else have I got? Oh, 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 our t-shirts are out now. Are they? Our first band t-shirts. It's been wow. a long time coming. Yeah. Um, they came out last week. So by the time this goes out, they're sold out. Sorry. What price are you putting them up for? Because uh, we're, we're just a just a tenner. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're we're you'll sell more than us then <laughs> in December. We went straight in for twenty five. We're gonna we're gonna have a Christmas sale though. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Start hiding. We'll make some bread. <laughs> January sales. You're organic gonna... cotton. And recycled ocean plastic. And that's us. Uh, we hope for for that price. We went yeah. cheap and cheerful. But <laughs> <laughs> I started looking. I got a bit over the top of it earlier. I started looking at quotes from this. You, you went. <laughs> you, you got really addicted to it. Yeah, I did. The pictures you sent through of just shit quotes. I was like, just get Harry Styles. Oh, they were funny. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll humour him, but you know, shit I'll Harry Styles quotes. Yeah, that might work. Right, send those to me, and I'll put them on the t-shirt. <laughs> Done. Uh, if you're get, an unsigned, I've got one. Go on. Get those at the hot box gig. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you're an unsigned band or artist and you want to get your music on unsigned or future hits, you can go to our website, unsignedmusic.uk. We have got podcast guests to line up up until Christmas around the World Cup, so I need to double check the timings. Um, but if you want to be on the podcast next year, get in touch with us on the socials, which is unsignedmusic.uk as well, to keep it nice and simple. I think that wraps us up. We're going to have a couple of acoustic tracks from you guys after this. You guys can watch those later this week. This drops on Monday, and then the acoustic tracks go a bit further in the week. Thank you very much for coming in, guys. No really, really appreciate fun. it. Rob, thank you very much. You're going home to have a lem sip. <laughs> very nice. Oh, no. Very rock nice. And roll. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Manish. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. We will see you next week. Bye. The Unsigned Podcast.